You're listening to Action Podcast with Paul Bailey and Sam Forsberg. And for an archive of all the previous podcasts and blog posts that we've created for you, you can go to our website, www.actionpodcast.com. And uh, you can always leave us comments there or let us know if there's any topics you'd like us to address and even contact us via, via our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash action podcast. And hi, Paul. I'm really excited to be back at the uh, podcasting mic today because it's been probably not far off about four months since I've been able to share this space with you. So it feels great to be back. Welcome back, Sam. I'm, I was beginning to think you were avoiding me. never never but uh, I I have been off with a knee injury which has uh, for the most part left me unable to sit at the PC so uh, it is really lovely to be back and uh, thank you I'm I'm quite excited to revisit a question that um, uh, Libby left on our Facebook page um, a a while ago now back before my knee injury and uh, it's a question about confidence in scary situations both personal or professional and whether there are any tricks that we might have for removing limiting beliefs and self-doubt basically so do you feel up for tackling that one absolutely confidence issues are are a real pet project of mine i love working with people on confidence uh, issues because it, it is really something that i don't know there isn't a magic wand but there is magic to it (laughs) Yeah, definitely. And I think for me, the first thing that really came up when uh, when I read the question uh, that Libby posed is that there's almost this myth surrounding people who achieve things that, you know, people who who achieve goals or, or are able to do things like presenting in front of, you know, huge audiences and stuff like that, that they are 100% confident or that they don't have any self doubt. Mm. And I, I, I find that really fascinating because I find that almost everybody who knows me thinks of me as a really confident person and actually would say I'm one of the most confident people they know. Yeah. And yet I, I so suffer from limiting beliefs and self-doubt. And, uh, and yet I've always taken the approach that I just needed to move myself through those situations um, and, and not let them hold me back. So do you, do you agree it's a bit of a myth? Yeah, I, I certainly do. I mean, every time I, I do any kind of public speaking or even one of these podcasts, there's always that kind of knot inside you that <laughs> you think, oh, um, I'm going to start talking and I'm going to sound like an idiot, which I'm sure I do most of the time anyway, um, or I'm going to puke, you know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't sound good on the microphone. Not really, no. I'm sure nobody really wants to listen to that. So yeah, it happens all the time, but you do, there are a few sort of tips and techniques that you can implement and it really you know depends on the individual but there's there's quite a load of them that you can use to to just help you over that initial uh phase of actually just getting started yeah because i think one of the things that we can both really relate to is the fact that if you take almost the tiniest little piece that that absolute first breath or first step of what it is that you are feeling unconfident about doing then just actually getting that first tiny step out of the way is often all it takes. Yeah. Initially, it's kind of almost like a, a precipice feeling that if you take mm. that first step, you will crash and burn, basically. And I think that yeah. what we're doing, we're doing here is you're trying to change that precipice into maybe a just a very steep hill. But once you take that first step, the sort of adrenaline almost takes over 
mm. and you you actually perform really really well anyway because you because you've had that build up to it you you are actually geared up to perform at your peak using the adrenaline and all the the stress hormones that you've created worrying about it in the first place but it's getting that yeah. first foot on that first step is is the biggest hurdle without a doubt Absolutely. And, and one of the things that one of the times I've used that very recently was I had to reconnect with a, a company I was going to do some work for um, that started just prior to my knee injury. And obviously, um, you know, three and a bit months down the line, I've had to kind of contact them and go, actually, I'm, I'm kind of ready to do that now. And I was really worried about whether they would feel upset about the fact that I'd had to delay things so long. And all it took was me just to write hi and their name at the top of the email and all of a sudden before I knew it I'd actually finished the whole thing because it, it was just that 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 first word almost that I needed to to get the momentum flowing. I must admit I think that hi and hello are, are almost power words mm. for starting something. If, if you're going to start a letter or an email that's going to be difficult start off with hi, start off with hello, the name of the person comma hit return and go. And you've already done, you know, the, the most difficult bit. You've started it. Definitely. And it can work the same when you're giving a, a talk or a presentation or something like that too, which tend to be quite scary situations. Just that, that first word, thinking about the first word that you can open with mm. is sometimes enough just to, to sort of throw you into the flow of it. Yeah. If, if hi and hello is not appropriate for your particular presentation, then use the word or the topic that you're going to be talking about and, and say it in a, in a particular way, because that's going to start you off on the right foot. It's actually going to start you off talking about this, the, the absolute thing that you're going to be discussing during your presentation. So it's, it's quite a good way of not using hi or hello and using something else instead. <laughs> Yeah, it's almost like a power word. For me, a word that would be great in that situation, I'll have to try it next time, is curiosity. So think about for a second, you know, well, I get really curious about such and such a, that relates to whatever it is I have to talk about. And uh, all of a sudden that just really opens up my thoughts and I, I can get really excited and energised about that. Mm. So what, what else can uh, we suggest to people that will help them over their, their limiting beliefs or self-doubt? What, what is it that causes that self-doubt in the first place? Well, I think one of the things I've noticed particularly for me is that often if I'm thinking about something, I tend to, I, I can worry about it before doing it. I can worry about it whilst doing it. And I can often also worry about it after I've done it. Mm. <laughs> and the thing is, that's usually worrying about, how other people might receive it or what people might think of me or you know whether I might be judged based on the quality of it, that sort of thing. And actually what what has really helped me is that when I, when I pause and start thinking about, well, why is doing this really important to me or, or why is being putting myself in this situation really important to me, then it just seems to change it somehow. It really, really does. I mean, changing it from what other people think will happen to you, what other people will say about you when you do this thing is really secondary. Um, although from, from people with, you know, suffering from self delete, self belief and, and self doubt and all those, all those problems, th th that's for the forefront of their mind. But actually mm. what should be at the beginning of the mind, really at the prime position of their mind is, why am I doing it? Why is it important for me to do this the best that I can? 
but what's you know what was the reason behind it i'm not doing it for them i'm doing it for me so the more that i can focus on my reasons my why the, the mm. easier it is to go well stuff them if they don't like it they're obviously <laughs> the wrong audience they're obviously the wrong people they're obviously not educated if they're not finding you fascinating anyway so <laughs> clearly if it's important to me if it's important to me that i you know try and help somebody then it doesn't really matter you know if a hundred percent hundred percent of the people aren't satisfied with the end result mm. Yeah, and, and I found that particularly this week because I've just posted a blog post with the first ever uh, live video of myself doing something for for um, our blog posts. And the idea of putting that video live and public uh, has been quite terrifying. But actually what really helped was when I realised that I'm so excited about doing video and I really want to do so much more of it that I've got to kind of start somewhere that that just it just then kind of washed all of the the doubt and everything else away because it doesn't really matter how well the first one goes. I just, I know that I've got one under my belt and I can just move on and keep doing more of them now. Yeah. And and now that you've done it, I mean, you know, only a few thousand people are going to be seeing that video. So I wouldn't worry too bad. (laughs) (laughs) I I might normally be worried about nobody watching it, but actually, uh, again, because I've now realized that it was just simply about me doing it, that that was what was important. It doesn't, doesn't matter now, but I would love it if everybody goes and has a look, of course. Um, and And I guess one of the things that you've helped me realize is that doing some research into something that I might feel unconfident with or that I might not have done before or I I might be really worried about can actually be really helpful too. Yeah, it's funny because I was putting up some wallpaper. I hate putting up wallpaper. It's the first time I've (laughs) I've always avoided it, frankly, because I've never done it before. So this is the first time I had to put wallpaper up. And I was nervous as hell about trying to do it because I just thought, mm. if I do it, it's going to go wrong. It's going to be horrible. And I'm going to be stuck with this hideous wallpaper badly put up <laughs> for years to come. So I did my usual thing, Googled it, watched some videos, got enough information. And I felt more empowered. I felt like I knew, okay, I knew, I know the basic steps now. So I'm, I'm armed. I'm ready to go. Mm. And the second thing was I started off in a really inconspic- inconspicuous corner. so by the time i'd finished to the more obvious location i'd already put up five pieces of wallpaper so i was really good by the end of it and that's what people (laughs) are going to see so you know that that was that was my two tricks get get pre or pre-armed pre pre sort of educated and then start in somewhere inconspicuous yeah, I think that's brilliant because once you've done some research, if you've got the the ability and the time to do that before before you're tackling whatever it is you're worried about, you even if you don't remember absolutely all of the tips or things that you've you've read about or learnt about, you know that that information is there at your fingertips if you need to go back to it, which I think is is so helpful when you're suffering a crisis of confidence. But like you said, actually sometimes starting, trying to do what you need to do, but doing it in a low-risk way is a really great way of getting the ball rolling again because it always gets easier after that first time that you've done it. It really, it, does. So, it really does. Yeah. So should we summarise for Libby then? What's, what are the sort of key tips and tricks that we would recommend to overcoming limiting beliefs and self-doubt? Yeah, let's let's pull together the the sort of five or so tips that we've just shared and I think so the first one is really about 
just doing that one tiny little thing that's going to get the ball rolling but is almost so small that you don't need to actually think very much about it to begin with. Mm -hmm. Definitely like a power word or or hello or something like that, yes. Go on. Yeah. Secondly is to remind yourself about why it's really important to you that you do this thing and uh, try and, and get that focus on what it means to you and what it will mean to you when you've completed it rather than worrying about what other people might be thinking mm. uh, about you or what you're doing. Very powerful. Mm. Then research. Do as much as you can to find out about how other people do what you need to do or cope in the situation that you're going to be in and really arm yourself so that you know you've got that that bit more knowledge, a bit more um, feeling a bit more resourceful about it, but that you also know it's there if you need to go back to it at some point too. Brilliant. And then lastly, if you can, try and start in a, a low-risk way. Pick a, an inconspicuous corner or, you know, give a talk to your mum or one of your friends if, you know, if it's a, a talk that you need to do to a bigger group of people or, or try and tackle it in a smaller way first to give you the, the sense of having gotten one under your belt to begin with before you move on to bigger and better things. And um, I, I always struggle with this one, but, uh, you know, it's great to get in as much practice as you can, even if that means putting yourself into the situation where you have to keep doing the things that make you feel uncomfortable just to, to get better at it. <laughs> Absolutely. That's brilliant. Well, I, I hope that's helped, Libby, and uh, let us know what you think. Um, and if you do have any comments or questions, then either post them on Facebook, uh, again, at uh, facebook.com slash actionpodcast or on the web- website at uh, www.actionpodcast.com. Brilliant. Well, it's wonderful to be back. Thank you again, Paul, and thank you again to Libby for asking the question in the first place. And uh, bye for now. Okay, bye-bye. You're listening to Action Podcast with Paul Bailey and Sam Forsberg. And for an archive of all of the podcasts, we... (laughs) 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 All right, I'm going to do quick tapping. Okay. (laughs) 